Welcome back to Redneck Tech Podcast, brought to you by Diamondback Truck Bed Covers, the absolute greatest truck bed cover on the market. In this episode, the long-awaited review of the DJI Osmo Action versus the GoPro Hero 7 Black. Um, this is going to be a short and sweet um, review. There's not a video to accompany this because, frankly, I don't have time. But uh, this is going to be straight to the point. There's a clear and present winner, and I'm happy to report that it's the one that I thought it would be. There's a couple of things that you need to hear, a couple of you know tweaks or differences in the two. But um, for my money, I'll tell you where I'd spend it. Right here, right here, right here. Yeah, you want it? Welcome back to the Redneck Tech Podcast. This is going to be episode number 62, pretty sure. Let me look and make sure that is the case while I am rambling here for a second. We are about to do the one that a lot of people are waiting on, the DJI Osmo Action versus the GoPro Hero 7. It is finally here. I have finally done my due diligence. I did not want to jump into a review on these two without doing some testing. And I haven't done as much testing as I was li- as I would like, but I'm going to be out of town in Canada all next week. And I didn't want to leave you guys hanging with um, this, this big question when you're going to buy your next action camera. And <sighs> I don't want to ruin it right off the bat, but there is a clear and present winner in this. Um, for those of you that are listening, um, you know how I feel about GoPro. And I broke my promise to myself, uh, I don't know, six months ago, and I bought a Hero 7 Black. A new GoPro Hero 7 Black is the first GoPro I've owned in probably six years. And I bought it because of some of the reviews, some of the footage, some of the features that it has, and have been... B plus, B, B plus, happy with it. The reason being, there's a couple things that I didn't like. I didn't feel like the battery lasted very long, which, come to find out, none of them really do. Um, it, did, it did have some of the things that I really wanted it to have that the Garmin Verb had had. It had a better image than the Garmin Verb had. Um, it uh, it plugged up and charged, it worked, it you know, came on a record, it stay, held a charge, it did the things that the camera was supposed to do, whereas the old ones were just complete and utter junk. They were nothing more than a paperweight. And I've talked crap about them for a long, long time, but, with you know, for good reason, because they were junk. So I bought the new Hero 7 Black, the most expensive one out there. They're right at like $400. And um, I've used it on a couple of hunts, a couple of trips, and it's always been a POV camera. But the good thing about that Hero 7 is with some of the new features, you can do more than just use it as a POV camera. It's got the image stabilization, so you can almost use it as a handheld gimbal to do some stuff walking in and out of the field. Uh, it's got a really cool time-lapse mode that you can use going down the road. It's got uh, a lot of really cool features that I was really happy about. High-speed 120 frames, 60 frames, 240 frames in 1080 all of those things. Now, um, the sensor's so little 
that there's always going to be noise in the image. I just don't think you're going to get away from that. It's also not ever, it's, I say not ever, it's really hard to match a POV camera like an Osmo Action or a GoPro to your big cinema camera, your FS7, FS5, NX5, AX2000, whatever you're shooting. They're just, they just don't look the same. Um, so that's always been a drawback, but I always, it's just like a drone. I use a POV camera as a tool, not as something to, you know, completely tell the story. It's, it's a tool to help me tell a story better. And uh, I wanted to make sure that I'm using the best stuff and I'm doing the right tests for what I'm, you know, my purpose, which is telling a good story, which usually involves hunting or bow fishing or something along those lines. So um, the Osmo Action came out and I had it bought literally two days after it came out, I think. And uh, I hadn't, hadn't gotten to play with it at all. So... I got it in, it sat on the charger for like two days because I hadn't had time to even look at it. And this last week I finally got caught up with what I've, uh, some of the edits I've been working on and got a chance to play with it. Not as much as I would like, um, but I did my research, watched a lot of videos, went out, did my own testing, um, brought back footage and looked at it. And, and guys, I'm, I don't have time to put together a video for you guys to watch as much as I would love to. That just takes entirely too much time that I don't have. So you're just going to have to trust me or go do your own testing because that's the best you're going to get out of me because to, for me to start some sort of review channel that goes through every aspect of the camera and gives you side-by-side -side comparisons like a lot of these people do, you're not getting that out of me. I don't have time. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. And if you call me and ask me questions, I will answer them to the best of my ability. But this is what you're going to get. You're going to get my honest opinion on it. And uh, without further ado, let's talk about the two cameras. And the clear winner, right off the bat, the clear winner, with the exception of one thing that I tested, is the Osmo Action. It's not even close. Um, GoPro has yet again crapped the bed and uh, let DJI come in and completely sweep their feet out from under them. It's scary to think of how easily DJI came in and beat GoPro in every single category but one. Um, they're killing it with drones, absolutely own that space, and uh, now they're like, all right, we're going to come take uh, GoPro's lunch money at the same time, and they have. And I think it's. I think a lot of these things are because GoPro's still trying to cut costs and trying to make more you know, make more money. And the crazy thing is GoPro's more expensive than the Osmo Action. And they all have virtually the same features. Um, they all have the same frame rates. They all shoot 1080. They all shoot 240 uh, or 240 frames per second, 120 frames per second. They shoot in 5K, 2.7K, uh, uh, 24 frames a second. You know, they shoot 24, 1080, you know, all that stuff that I just rambled through. They all do the same thing. They both have in-camera stabilization um, the one feature that the uh, Osmo Action has that the GoPro doesn't, which is the shining winner, first and foremost, is that front-facing uh, screen to where you can see how to frame your shot. Or if you're vlogging, vlogging and holding it and talking to it, uh, you can actually see what you're looking at. And anybody who's ever set up a GoPro in a vehicle where you're shooting it back and you can't see your image and you have to get out your phone and 
tether it to your phone, do all that bull crap. It's just a pain in the butt. Um, that front-facing camera, even if the image wasn't better, that's worth buying that camera over the GoPro just because of that. Um, that front-facing camera is an absolute game-changer. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to run through my list here. I don't know how long this podcast is going to be. It might only be like 10 or 15 minutes, but it, it it's not even close. So the first thing I want to go over is kind of... Uh, these two these two cameras right now are the creme de la creme of the POV world. If you're going to buy a point of view, you know, point and shoot camera, point of view camera, mine, you know, outside of hanging a DSLR in your tree to be in your POV, these are the two that you're going to buy. And you got to buy the Osmo Action because now it's fifty dollars cheaper than the GoPro Hero Seven Black, and that's their creme de la creme. So there's there's no no comparison on some of this stuff. Some of them are close. But some of them, it's not even crazy. It's not even close. Um, so a couple of things at the GoPro. My first impression when I got the GoPro uh, in bad lighting, which most of the time you're using a POV, it's bad light because it's going to be a super wide angle and you're going to have shadows. The image just looked milky to me. It was better than the, you know, better than my verb, but it still just had a milky, not sharp look to it. And you can go in the camera and you can change the sharpness, but that just all that did was just highlight the noise even more. Um, stabilization is really cool, um, but you have to turn that stabilization off when you do things like time lapses. Otherwise, it just it makes your time lapses look like they're kind of moving the whole time. You know, they're not rock solid. Um, it, you know, the the time lapse feature is cool. Uh, I like how you can change the you know the filters in the front of the camera, and I'm talking about the GoPro here. I'm not talking about the Osmo Action yet. We're gonna get into that in a second. Um, I like how you can change that filter, so if you get it scratched up, you can always replace that filter. The touchscreen worked pretty well. It seemed to charge and work properly. You know, battery life still wasn't great. You know, that was my first impressions of the GoPro. First impressions of the Osmo. So the Osmo was slightly smaller in size, not much, just a touch. Um, the build quality, it felt heavier. I say heavier. It felt, you know, sturdier. Build quality felt better. They come with that GoPro mounting adapter, so you don't have to buy a bunch of new crap, just like Garmin did, which is super smart, because most people still have all their GoPro mounting stuff, so it just makes life that much easier. And like I said, that front screen, man, oh, it's a freaking game changer. It's got a a QS button, which is a quick select button on the side, and you just double tap that button, and it automatically goes to that front camera, and it just makes setting up that shot so much nicer. So I'm going to talk about the features or the, the the things that I want to talk about, which are image, features, audio, and then really price. Uh, and I've already went over price, which is the Osmo Action's fifty dollars cheaper. It's three fifty. The GoPro Hero Seven Black is like four hundred ish. So image. The Osmo is much more pleasing to the eye straight out of the camera. Um, it's sharper. It's gonna it's gonna have noise just like the you know just like the GoPro, but it doesn't have that milky feel. Edges look better. Um, there's more defined lines. Uh, the Osmo has better color science as well. Um, and when you bring that image right off the card, side by side, they just look the Osmo Action camera. The Osmo Action looks better um, side by side with the GoPro. I mean, significantly better. Not a little better, significantly better. It just, you know, that to, to me, to my eye. Now, I didn't really 
dive into color correcting it and really trying to mess with the image because usually when you do something on a GoPro like that or a, you know any type type of small sensor camera like that it just falls apart usually what you get out of the camera unless you're shooting some sort of cine log that they do have inside the camera unless you're doing something like that which I usually don't do just because it takes so much extra time and I don't use that many shots in a show um, out of the camera the Osmo looks better straight out of the camera uh, features. So if I'm going to go over features of both, both both of the cameras shoot 4K, both shoot high-speed battery life. This is the one thing the Osmo lost in. Side-by-side -side comparison, turn them both on, hit record. Um, when the Osmo action died, the GoPro still had 7% left. So it could have been conditions, it could have been a lot of other things, but in terms of battery life, the GoPro had a slightly minuscule better battery life than the Osmo Action. So that's the one thing that it lost in. Um, the Osmo Action's rock steady stabilization is as good or better than the GoPro image stabilization. Um, it And the image is sharper inside that stabilization. You don't get that milky feel. Um, it just but when you got to remember when you shoot in that rock steady mode it crops in the image so it has that room to move around as you know essentially to give that image stabilization you should just remember that when you go into that rock steady mode it's going to crop in slightly it's like five-ish percent so that way it has that room to move that image around to keep it stable um... uh... where am i at i'm looking at my notes sorry uh... osmo had a better user interface um, with their touchscreen so both of them are touchscreen you get to almost all your features and your settings through the back of the screen on both the GoPro and the Osmo Action. I liked the user interface of the Osmo Action better. The screen seemed bigger um, and the screen seemed better. You couldn't see pixels. Uh, it didn't have a like kind of a milky feel to it. I feel like the you know that was one of the places that GoPro kind of cut some corners and just put a cheaper screen. Uh, Osmo did not. Their, theirs is or DJI did not. It's a really nice screen it's just a better looking image on the back and then on the front obviously you don't have a screen on the GoPro and Osmo action you do um, one thing I did not like in the features is when you turn on the rock steady mode in the Osmo the video playback lags a little bit when you're viewing it live so like if you're filming something it's got a small lag it's not a, it's not the end of the world but uh, it's kind of annoying and it takes something to get used to but other than that every aspect of it's better. Um, and like I said, the front screen's a no-brainer. No-brainer. Last thing is the uh, audio. So if you if you do use the audio off those cameras, which I rarely do because the GoPro's audio sucks so bad, um, the Osmo Action's audio is better. It's usable audio as long as there's not high winds or it's a whisper. If you can talk to that camera, like if you're walking in and out of the woods or in a blind or whatever, it is usable audio and it has a really nice windscreen filter built into it that works fairly well. Um, as far as side-by-side com -side comparison of the audio, the Osmo Action's audio was way better than the GoPro's. Um, like I said, it's $50 cheaper and one thing you need to use that 50 bucks for is buy you some polarizers because that's going to whether you have the GoPro or the Osmo Action those polarizers make life nicer they make those cameras I mean that's for any camera that's for your big camera your DSLR or anything 
buy some polarizers when you've got that really bright sunshine and that thing's shoot, shooting in the sun. It really cleans up that image. It it helps you with those stops of light. It does it does things. It's like wearing your sunglasses versus not wearing your sunglasses. That's really the best way to you know explain it. Um, but I know that was a super quick and dirty um, review of those two cameras. But I mean, guys, if you're looking to spend your hard-earned money on something that's going to be a good second angle, it is a clear and present winner. Is the Osmo Action? I'm a, probably about to post my Hero 7 Black for sale and buy another Osmo so I can have two of them. Just being honest. So if you're looking for a cheaper Hero 7 Black, holla at you, boy. Oh.